0: In. That's a by Falker. And a dam chick! ball inside! It's in the D score, An amazing winner that will be! sprinting from the midfield, Georgia Mzanzi! Absolutely brilliant! Welcome to another episode of the Numero Uno podcast about everything done DFC. On this week's episode, we'll go over our 3-0 win, away to Falkirk in the Challenge Cup. What's happening with DFC Community Trust this week, looking ahead to Cove Rangers at Den's this Saturday and having a sneak peek at the D Archive. With me this week, as ever, is my co-host, a man we have likened to Mark Zuckerberg on a good few occasions. Though he may not have his wealth, he makes up with it with a priceless personality.
1: Ah, oh, not... you're so kind. Sorry, Danny. I've just been butted in there.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I give you apologies. <laughs> ah,
1: oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> Thanks for that, Danny. <laughs> Means a lot. <laughs> I right I'd back get... at you, right back at you. <laughs> I'm, I'm skint, but I've got a good personality. Yeah, that's here. No, no with that. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say I've neither, so... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where they get that idea. <laughs> the Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Unicorn Cleaning Services. They offer a range of facilities from domestic and commercial cleaning which includes lets and Airbnb and also offer ironing and laundry services. You can find a link to their website in our Facebook and Twitter bios. You can also reach them by visiting their Facebook page or you can contact them by visiting their website unicorncleaningservices.co.uk.
0: But listen mate, we're just fire right in here. The game feels like ages ago. Mm-hmm. I it feels like we're just like, speaking about something that happened weeks ago, but it wasn't it. It only happened on Thursday night. Dundee, under the lights, at Falkirk Stadium, beat Falkirk 3-0. It was emphatic. It was a well-deserved victory, and it was on BBC Alba, so two schmucks like me and you didn't, didn't have to go in the cold to watch it. Um, it was in the comfort of our house.
1: With a roaring fire on. Full pelt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's... um. Like I spoke about in the last episode before we played the New Saints, I never had much feeling about this competition <laughs> at all.
1: <laughs> and now I am fully invested. <laughs> Too right, because there's a chance of some silverware at the end of it.
0: Silverware, maybe some like copper trophy that's been spray-painted silver in a <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it cost a fiver for the Denny market, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a well, win's a win. Silverware, silverware. As far yeah. as I'm concerned. Do we get into Europe with us? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we have travelled to Wales during that's the competition, so... yeah. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, it was another win. It was another clean sheet. I take it that's nine games undefeated. Um, mm-hmm. Or, I can't mind if that includes the any Other cup games, but definitely it's another clean sheet, another victory. Um, we put a few players in that have been on the fringes, uh, Lyle Cameron, Finlay Robertson, and they did not disappoint either. Nobody disappointed, to be honest. Everybody, um, had a good
1: game. Um, but they too were the standouts for me. I'd probably agree with you on that. I didn't even know that there was uh, like that sickness bug rearing its ugly head. In the squad again, not just the squad, but the you know the people that work for Dundee as well. I can't believe that's back. Like obviously, Byrne, McGee Williamson they missed out from the Inverness game. Robinson's still out injured. Although it's not really a game, I would have risked him anyway. No, do you know what I mean? And obviously, you want to get Rodden a fair whack. But yeah, brilliant seeing Cameron starting. Obviously, Grayson starting as well. You know, he's okay. been at the team injured, came back in, he's all right. Um, and McCowan putting in a shift, especially after him being in the papers going. You know, he's not happy about, you know, not getting many starts, and they've had conversations and that. But he had a great game. I thought he, I thought he was tremendous.
0: It seemed like McEwan kind of morphed into Mbappe on the left there. <laughs> he had a fun. I thought he
1: was fantastic game. I know we've had a lot of comparisons in this pod. Who <laughs> did I called Burn Busquets and that? Jake's called somebody Rooney. I can't remember who that was. And now you're saying Luke McEwen's Mbappe. <laughs> yeah. You got to bomb up the players, haven't you? <laughs> nah, he was good. He looked like he had a point to prove. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. looked fired up for it. And yeah, yeah, good shift. But that, that's what Boyer's been going on about the starters and the finishers. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? These boys that are in the outskirts of the team, they're able to come in and just fit right in. And that proved, like, approved on Thursday night, totally. Mm-hmm. Well, we're we'll so, stuck. Start- uh, but, but, I'll just a wee touch.
0: Okay, okay. I'll, I'll calm down a bit. I'll calm down and <laughs> let you keep going.
1: Slow your role. <laughs> no sign him again. Not even on the bench. He's, that's, I think that's... He's done. He's done, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's so far away. Yep.
0: Yeah. To be honest, a couple of months ago, I probably felt like we probably could have done with him in the team, but mm-hmm. now yeah, I mean, where does, where would he fit in? Ah, to be he's, honest.
1: Nah, he's gone. He's gone. He, Definitely gone.
0: I mean, he will go on no doubt. I uh, I would think he would go in this window coming up mm-hmm. and he'll probably go into do a job for another team. Um, But I, I just feel like there's no a place for him now in this squad. Uh, Sean Burns managed to force himself back in and yeah, showing his yeah. qualities and what he brings to the team. But yeah, I think uh, you're, you're totally right. That's one thing that I've seen somebody say. It might have been yourself, Paul. That, uh, probably.
1: It might have been me, yeah. a blether. Yeah, shite anyway, so... <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I mean, good game. I mean, Dundee started well right from the start. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, you know, Rudden hit the bar yeah. after a, a cross from Kami Kerr. Kami Kerr's left foot It's probably the best ball he's ever whipped in with his left foot. <laughs> <laughs> and you just, you, from there, you just knew that Dundee were just going to be on top of them. Like, yeah. yeah. First and goal then, was inevitable, I think.
0: Surprised to get apparently so quick. Um... Stonewaller. Stonewaller, I mean, I'm, we, I'm saying it like, yep, you even John McGlynn in <laughs> his <laughs> post match interviews is absolutely I love it. The man is biling, Office. he's he's obviously not know, looked back at the highlights because it's apparently he's trying to say like uh McMullen's got in front of the boy and went down easy. No, he's got in front of the boy because that's the direction he was going, and the boy's got him got caught in with him. And regardless if the boys meant it or not, he's made contact. He's took him off the ball. It's a penalty. Even yep. the, I listened back to the Falkirk uh TV commentary and the the lead commentary kind of commentator um kind of was against it being a penalty, but the boy that was co-hosting it was um he was no definitely and look back at it, he was saying that no, he's made contact and all that. So um, yeah. one thing it showed me is like the lead commentator, it's always the co host that's better, just like this one.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like see McMullen, like I, he was again he was unplayable, he was brilliant. He was not Megan Boys through the game and he was class, but see he's we touch to get past the defender and then get around side, absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. When you see it from behind the goal, it's just brilliant. And from there you see it was a stonewaller. And that boy, I think is it McCann? McCann what? it was at left back or McMahon or something. What was his name? There was a McCann player, so... Number 15, was, anyway, yeah. he, he had a torrid time against McMullen. And I thought when he went down with you his knee, I thought he actually got subbed, but then when I seen he was on and Mulligan skinned him for the third goal as well, he was he had a terrible game, Like, but good for us. <laughs> and then, obviously, it led to a penalty and up sticks. Big ball running.
0: Yep, and uh, expertly put away. He knocked it off the keeper's hands and into the back of the net.
1: <laughs> but you didn't see that, like, now. Like, he went up and just got the laces booted right through yeah. it. I mean, look, look at this World Cup and look at the penalties in the World Cup. The amount of boys that do, like, a like a hop, skip and a jump or a fucking forward roll and then hit it oh, and the keepers just saves it. Or you get boys like Harry Kane that put the ball in orbit. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, Rodden's just step, stepped up, <clears throat> laces through it. I mean, it was good height for the keeper, but the power took it past them. That's it, mate. Too simple much as simple as that. that.
0: There was too much of this tippy-tappy push. I hate it. Get that in the bin. Tack penalties like also. I'm, I'm kind of got a nowhere number nine because we can call him R nine. Like him to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> see when everybody else compares Dundee players to absolutely superstars, it's I mean, uh, he's he's got he's got similar qualities. I, I
1: got laughed at. Are you been drinking? <laughs> Too much caffeine no. today, yeah, far too much for you, like definitely. But yeah, no, it would be pretty cool actually. But no, it was yeah, uh, right. Get rid of that stuff. This, this stutter with a penalty, it's, oh, just get up and get the laces through it.
0: Go Head back it down to the, the middle. Go back to the old drills that you couldn't. Once you run, start your run up to the bar. You know to it. stop. You slow down.
1: Retake. Yeah. Like, look at that boy Jorginho. He does like a to wee pirouette and a jump and everything and then oh, I just nah. there should be like more boys like Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. They don't even take a runny. <laughs> they just boot it.
0: <laughs> Stands on the spot and
1: swings his leg. Keeper saves it, he still ends up in the net. You know what I mean? <laughs> like for uh, or <laughs> Oh yeah. It was a great that was a good good penalty, but yeah, I mean it, if it was any softer, a keeper had it. But mm-hmm. I think they just the power took it past him. So um Again, that'll do me. Like I like
0: um, Dundee's Twitter, just uh, official Twitter. I can't describe it as he's put it high into the net, <coughs> but he's obviously whoever typed that out, Tommy. <laughs> he's still seen it proper. It's uh, went high in the net after it was ricocheted after to keeper's hands.
1: Um, oh man, no, it was just it was like I said, it was perfect height for a goalkeeper, perfect height. Mm-hmm. But again, just the power. So one 0 Dundee, and then from that, I think we just we just carried on, and like it says, we were. You know, well on top, spraying yeah. passes about the pitch. I mean, Finney Robertson, man. Phew, oh, what? We oh, just God. went
0: into a, a, a sender stage, didn't we? And, <laughs> and then we got the second goal. And at uh, a Luke McEwen ball, a lovely ball, mm. right into the middle of that box. Mm-mm-mm. And couldn't not miss. He could have tried to miss, and he was sliced it into the back of the net. It was that good a ball at the right spot. There was no way he was missing that.
1: He could have farted it in the net. Exactly. <laughs> what a ball. What a ball. You know, we ball for McCowan, and eh, no cameron into McCowan and then that ball whipped in. Pfft, thing of beauty. mm mm-hmm. Thing of absolute just begging to be t- caressed into the net <laughs> 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 As far as I was concerned, once I hit the back of the net, I, I was game over. That for was me. A, game a, over.
0: It was a tremendous first half for Dundee. Uh absolutely uh, all over Falkirk, steamrolled.
1: Uh, eh,
0: eh. Should should have we should have had so. should have had it dead and buried in that first half. It was a tremendous performance. Second half.
1: I mean, wait, wait, wait. could have had a hat trick in the first half.
0: You're right enough. You could have. Yes. Could have
1: done. And again, I think it came from that left back. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's McCann. Um, but he, he he like fluffed his header and it just went straight to Rudden and Rudden just, I mean, obviously he's just going to he's confident, he's got two goals, he's just going to hit it but he could, mm-hmm. could have took his time and got that third but yeah, they they were all over the place they were at sixes and, sixes and sevens
0: <laughs> But they did kind of pull it together in the second half they mm-hmm. made substitutions I think two, two or three of them and it was the boy if, yep, it was the boy Callum, Callum Morris was it? Morrison Morrison, that's it. He, a I mean, if he was on from the first minute, could have been a different game. But this is yeah. the boy that was highlighted before we played them in the League Cup. That kind of pulls the strings for them. And he's, he's good. And um, he's he sort of scoring goals as well, put that into his game. So, to see him on the bench was a good sight for Dundee fans that have kind of paid attention yeah. um, to the, or maybe the podcast as well, because we kind of spoke about this. Um, yeah. He came on. He changed the game for them, and they were played much better. Put Dundee under a little bit more pressure. No loads, but it was all almost like Dundee knew they had the game in the bag because they didn't give Falkirk many chances either. I think Falkirk had one shot on target, and it came in the 88th eight to eighth minute. And that it it was, was probably a, your
1: man as well. It was probably Morrison. Did he know?
0: I think it was. Yes, it's uh, good save for Leglands. Yeah, yep. Fan, fan, for a boy that stood about for for 88 minutes. His reflexes <sighs> was fantastic. He's uh wanting that clean sheet bonus, and mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was no problem. And it was a kind of gift for them as well because it was kind of a a wee gift, uh, well a wee mistake for the defense letting them let them in uh, Morrison. And um, so, like you see, we reduced them to absolutely like nothing up top, and then. We went and gave them the sucker punch, kind of showed them maybe, like, we've got that quality just to, even if we're under the caution, we they got to get up there and score a goal, make it 3-0, and that was it. Finished. And it was good to see it come from the boy with the burnt red
1: boots, Finley mm. Robertson. Debatable. <laughs> Debatable. But, I mean, like, like you said, I mean, Fokker brought on those... Fokker brought on those three boys. It was... Um, the Colombian alegre a Colombian playing for Falkirk. What the fuck is what's going on there? Um, and the boy Morrison and Lowell It did change the game for change the game for them. But I mean, like you says, Dundee just kind of maybe you not know, sitting back, let them play. But we, I felt like we were just yeah, we've won the game But that third goal. I mean, the goal obviously started where our man Danny Josh Mulligan we marauding run. From his own half into the penalty area, nobody's stopping him when he gets like that. Nobody's stopping him, but it kind of it kind of reminded me of the Inverness game where he had a run like that and played in Rodden. Do you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. Rodden had that shot that you know eventually hit the bar. But I was kind of thinking maraud- uh, uh, Mulligan shoot shoot because that's kind of what you would you would think he would end up doing, but. Just the way he coolly just skinned that defender again. That, that number fifteen he just skins him, leaves him on his arse, and then plays the ball across the box to Jakubiak. Yeah. Uh, see that there from that created that goal. But what a finish! <sighs> it
0: was good to see Jakubiak know that his striker's instinct get the better of him to try and mm-hmm. get uh, try and face the goal to take a shot, but to lay it off to to Finlay, who like like you say, I was a, a great goal. A fantastic goal!
1: And they was um, saving that.
0: No, no, there wasn't. It was just pinpoint right into that uh, side
1: of the goal, um, into the stanchion, curling the away from him. Brilliant! Love it. Love to see it. Mm-hmm. See, the, see if he brings that into his game and scores. Ah, oh, maybe mate, some player I, like. I
0: Don't care about you, but I'm, I'm getting excited about the young players that. Dundee are bringing fruit to this team. We just need you... them signed on contracts now, longer contracts. Because Finlay's out of contract. You've got Mulligan's out of contract. I think maybe Lyle Cameron's out of contract. I mean, there, there must be some somebody else is there. Just get them fucking signed up. <laughs>
1: get them fucking signed up. <laughs> and why, why is it taking so long to get them signed up? God only knows. There's got to be something happening in the background. Well, mm-hmm. there obviously is something happening in the background, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, see, for me, like, if Dundee were to announce on their Twitter page that wee pen, you know, the wee pencil in the contract, and it was just they boys signing contract extensions, it, for me, it would feel like another signing. Oh, yeah, uh, that's it. Because we're getting to that
0: point now where this Wendy's a way to open up the, the January Wendy, and the, well, they're free to go and sign free contracts for anybody that's looking mm-hmm. at them. Um, yep. And there's bound to be people looking at them. No long ago, there was rumours about perhaps looking at Mulligan, yeah. and all three of them are not be about their takers, especially Robertson, who has started to push himself back into the team. And obviously, he has been featured in the team when he was sixteen. There's people out there that can what he can do, seeing what he's like like now. Yep, mm-hmm. there'll be plenty of takers out there. So, yep. there'll be people tracking their progress. Yep, so definitely turn the fingers out and get. Now pen to paper with them. I'm not even bothered about new signings coming in. Get no. them signed up.
1: Get them signed up. you well <laughs> it's like every podcast is like me and you've like already spent the, the World Cup money for comments. <laughs> Last week it signed Yemen, now it's signed them on contracts. <laughs> but you never know. Really I mean that if if um obviously to move on, that's gonna free up funds. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well,
0: that's it. Uh, yep, yeah, because uh, you do get the feeling that it's got to be players out the door first before players come in. Yeah. Uh, but surely, if boys are already there existing players and their youth players? They can't be on that much money a week. Well, I'm not saying that much money, but you know, when compared to boys that have been in the first team for like six, seven years, but I mean, yeah. just give them a give them a bump up the wage a bit, give them yeah. what they want for the contract, and, get and you them don't
1: a- want these boys going away for pennies. You don't want them like, no. to, for nothing. I mean, maybe get a development fee and fee, development fee and all that kind of stuff. But is that going to be as much as a transfer fee? I don't know.
0: Well, it's one of those as well. I mean, you would get a development fee, but what if you keep them in the team for the next two, three years? The contribution they'll give to the Dundee team over them years would be worth it's priceless compared to fucking ten grand or something that you'd get mm. for letting them go down to another twenty-three. Brentford team, or something like that. Yeah, Um, it's not about money all the time, it's about what they'll bring to the team, and they're bringing something to the team, and they'll continue to do it. So, get them signed up right now, right now, right now. (laughs) But we've we've kind of ventured away from the game, so (laughs) like, so we had the penalty that McGlynn's bailing about that Mm. was a penalty, but obviously. Some fans do feel a like lot I hard done by because Falkirk had a few claims herself. One of mm. them, like the first one, um, I'm trying to remember back the first one, but I didn't think it was the second one with Tyler French when the ball got played in. Done, they were three 0 up at this point. Um, well, we, of
1: the only, well of the two that you've mentioned, I only remember the Tyler French one. So the first one, God knows what that was, but that one with Tyler French, that's uh, a penalty, like.
0: See, when you see it on the Alba TV, you did think oh, it's just a wee bit of thing. But I've seen it at, on the Falkirk TV's highlights, and mm. that is a stonewaller as well. Yeah, um, he's going off so, you know, both the,
1: hands, both hands, both Pushing hands, him on the back. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: think French was already on a yellow card, so I mean, he would have been off. The referee shot it, <laughs> he did, thank god he did. Good, <laughs> yeah. but that's um, a
1: stonewaller as well. Yep, absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean at the end of the day it would have meant nothing because it would only went three one wee minutes to go. I mean it wouldn't have been done no but you're still you're still gonna be looking at them decisions against you and thinking, mm-hmm. for fucks but then we're looking at them thinking, Well, we've got away with that one because it would have led to a red card. Yeah. And then yeah. we're on slot for this challenge cup trophy would have been hampered a bit. We missing French in the for the quarters.
1: I mean, we've played one for, you know, there was a couple of games we've played one without him, sorry. Um But we do look a hell of a lot better when he's there. Yep, guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed. That's it. Is that why Boyer got booked, by the way? When French got booked, there was something happened. Aye. And I'm then... Sure. I, I'm, I'm not 100% either, but I'm sure I've seen somebody mention that it was because French was booked, Boyer went off his tits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't really see much in it I think this is when the ball was on the far side and the boy was on the deck for a wee while and Dundee were attacking and then it was like once the attack had kind of fizzled out the ref went over and booked French and then booked Boyer I was like what the hell's happened there?
0: Boyer Ken's the TV camera's there just acting a bit the hard man isn't he? Oh Billy Big Bollocks. He's getting to be booking for the cameras, isn't he?
1: <laughs> oh, uh, and then he was sat in the stand. <laughs> he went and sat in the stand. <laughs> that was funny as anything. <laughs> like, uh, the, boy, the, the boy on the commentary was like, ah, oh, he's obviously uh, keeping clear of the fourth official and the, the referee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he probably sat in the stand with his feet up, scammed the roof. Because oh, it was, I right. oh, was that done. I was that done oh. and dusted from
1: yeah definitely was definitely was but now nah, like you said like i said sorry that i don't remember there being another claim for a penalty but that one with french mm-hmm. if that was first half that two one at half time, then you'd ooh, but yes. towards the end of the game that's pointless is it
0: i know still questions about the ref for falkirk understandably but uh, yeah i mean we'll no complain about it because Nope. Uh, it's done as a good turn, but listen, let's look over the other games in the Challenge Cup. So we were first night. There was two Friday night games. Alloa, uh, home to Queen of the South. It was four two Queen of the South. A couple of late goals goals there for Queen of the South to progress into the next round. Mm-hmm. Donferlin emphatic five one victory over Arbroath. That's a happened, like ah, oh, that was um, and then you had Clyde beating Elgin City. 4-2 on penalties, so Jim Duffy's Clyde, they were doing the 10 men as well. Really uh, good for them. yeah. Especially, he he's, he's just kind of added a wee bit of um, a wee bit of fight. Friarly, a fight yeah. about that team, yeah. yeah um, yeah. Then you had Riff putting it Morton, 4-2 on penalties, which I thought was a little bit of a maybe, yeah, bookie buster, because I wouldn't have had Morton getting beat after uh, the way they are playing and the way Riff are playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. You had also Queen's Park taking care of Montrose 2-0 and Kelty Rangers uh, winning against Linfield 5-4. So that kind of scuppers were tripped uh, across the Linfield for a wee quarterfinal. <laughs> um, but you also had Hamilton eventually winning a game against Inverness 2-0, but Inverness also were playing... The 14s. Aye, basically. and <laughs> It was weird. I'm not going to go into about them too much, but I think Mark Bridgers was the only first team player on that team and he, even he didn't get the captain's armband. They gave it to some like 17 year old, and the fans were absolutely of They hated Dodds. I
1: no, never
0: knew that. No, absolutely, <laughs> Looking at the replies, they absolutely hate Dodds, Now I think they might be hating them more than us at the moment. <laughs>
1: that's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant.
0: <laughs> but that's the that's the teams that are in the heart for the next round, and that's on Tuesday. Um, I couldn't give you a time. Dundee tweeted it. Uh it'll be shown on YouTube and. I think um but uh, one good. o'clock, yeah, one, one o'clock. Yeah, uh, one o'clock, yeah. Yep. So you've got Tuesday. the quarter final ties and the semi final ties getting done and the one off So Paul, who would you pick out them all Have you had to for the quarter final tie? Any of them. Any of them.
1: Absolutely any of them.
0: See Edwin Clyde, see my
1: mate Duffy. I knew you were going to say that or Dunfermline
0: Well, <laughs> uh, that's probably wait, looking at that that would probably be the team I wouldn't want to play
1: yeah probably reason. yeah
0: mm-hmm. especially no East End
1: Park I'd t- t- absolutely absolutely anyone nah I like a wee trip to East End Park maybe in the summer ish but no January <laughs> fuck
0: that I don't <laughs> think I've ever seen Dundee win at East End Park yeah so it's a kind of ground that I didn't like going to hmm so
1: that can get right in the bin straight away. I would probably want to avoid Queens Park o- over Dunferman, I mm-hmm.
0: think. Yeah, because they uh, obviously we cannot boot them. Yeah, I think the the big hitters in this that are left in this cup is uh, ourselves, Dunfermline and Queens Park. Mm-hmm. The rest of them, I've got. Well, the, 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 there's no much pressure on them. I didn't think, the like nah. Queen of they then. Get through to well, also in the quarters, but they manage to get through to the semi, it's a bonus.
1: Um, I'd like Hamilton just to I'd, put another nail in their coffin. I think <laughs> I don't know if it's not even in the league or that, but I would just want to absolutely destroy Hamilton.
0: Hamilton would be the choice, wouldn't it? Hmm. If you're well look, looking at these teams, Ketley or Hamilton, one of them two, but I think you're right. So, I think you're, you're wanting to play Hamilton right now, the way they're playing. Oh, yeah,
1: yep, play Hamilton.
0: Just... You're not taking. They're not taking this 2 0 1 against uh, Inverness under nines serious, are you?
1: They've <laughs> just dropped five years there. It's under 14s, now it's under nines. I didn't want to get Hamilton any credit at all. Nah, no, just... <laughs> definitely not. Definitely. They, they, they probably should be disappointed that it was only 2 0. <laughs> exactly. I think
0: Inverness actually had a good few chances after they scored as well. So um, I didn't I think it was a, a convincing 2 0 1. Mm. I can't say so but that's the choices there we'll wait and see what happens Tuesday and then we'll, we'll uh, start uh, looking at our route to the final of, of it is to happen mm. um, but we have another well not us, um before anybody gets excited today is the calendar signing happening at Dens Park on the 15th of December this Thursday it is in the Penman Lounge and it's between five and six uh, so, yeah, uh, your calendars are £10.99 and then you can go down and you can get like, Taylor French's autograph and like, see, Mulligan's and all that. Paul's already, he's already getting his uh, calendars on, uh, pre-ordered. He's mm-hmm. already doing there. And he's not just getting autographs, he's getting two Paul.
1: Yeah, yeah. Then the players. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Come on down, <laughs> see me and Danny is February. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, but also with um, I've looked in up the community trust because I have obviously, I uh, spoke about the women's and girls football that started up in the football. The community trust have got a lot more on the go than what I've said. So, listen, go through a wee, a wee bit here. So you also you got the DFC girls training uh, on their eights and under tens. It's open to all, and that is Monday four to five at the Gardening Sports Centre and then Wednesday half four to half five at the Regional Performance Centre. You've also got the women's football which is over 16s and that's every Monday evening seven to eight at the Cardinal Campus. And there's another few here that I've, they've done for a while. One of them might interest us, walking football Paul. Oh yeah yeah too right. There we go. I mean knees are the knees are well, knackered I'm, now, so. Uh,
1: mate, I was just about to say that Minnie's a bugger. The hammy <laughs>
0: keeps going. <laughs> Every end. I've got a constant stitch. I've even mean, got a stitch just thinking about this. Yeah. Um, so you have got walking football, five I'm to a six bit of breath. <laughs> <laughs> At the Gardling Sports Centre, and that is age groups between 30 and 99. So unfortunately, there'll be if anybody's over 99, you can't come down and speak about Dundee's last Scottish Cup victory. <laughs> <laughs> And it's indoors as well, so you don't have to worry about your old bones getting cold. That
1: yeah, sounds all right.
0: You've also got a free football session on a Wednesday, 6 to 7, at the Merrifield Sports Centre. That's from that's uh, between 5 and 12 age groups. That's not too bad. There's a few other things there that I noticed, but I'd probably need to get more information before I start blathering on about it in case the... Uh, um...
1: now there's always those happening, because they put up like, uh, like, this is what's happening this week. Right. Monday, Tuesday and all that and there's tons going on, mate. Tons. Mm-hmm. It was like oh, something I love seeing
0: it. Like the four four two reading, which I think is players going to uh different primary schools and speaking to the kids and reading them books and, and whatnot.
1: Um I seen Ashcroft doing that, did you know? There was a photo of Ashcroft doing it. Uh it's cool as anything, man. It
0: was a pity wasn't he, like reading it what it was upside down.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: kind of these footballers there. Yeah. Kind of read kinda read on the <laughs> 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 But even the was it 1893? I think that's to do with um, young people uh, getting them on the in and uh, teaching them like I think life lessons and stuff like that. And uh, I think it's pretty. I need. I can't go into that because I've kind of forgotten what that was. So there's something in there anyway. um, 1893. Well, probably maybe ask Greg or or James uh, Keith to kind of. Maybe hand over any information, and we'll just read it out for them, and just try and get as many people involved in that as possible. Yeah, more um, like era, I think. Yep. Yeah, so that's on the go. Um, so, obviously, we've got the game on Saturday. The return, mm-hmm. the return of Jim
1: McIntyre. Bring it on! There might be some uh, looking for some revenge after that shit show of a performance, you know, that absolute drubbing up there, 3-1. Yeah.
0: Well, it's been changed Is so, it <clears throat> was our last defeat in the league mm-hmm. um, since then, also we've been on this unbeaten run. Uh, they have picked up a few victories as well as they've went on, but I think, was it yourself, Paul, that says that they have not won away from home?
1: Yes, they are the only, the only team in the championship without a league win away from home even Hamilton have got a win away from home <laughs> and then there's coming up to Dens. <laughs>
0: yeah I hate that when this happens it's always something like and oh, the no unbeaten run
1: they've no one away from home
0: <laughs> yet the register are shot on target in 40 games <laughs> come kind on of- down to Dens. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You didn't I mean, really the, say that because Dundee have been playing brilliant just now. So, well, stands Park.
0: <laughs> that's it. We're we on this run of form, which I'm glad we continued. Obviously, on Thursday because we could have uh, um, seen the benefits of resting loads of boys for a whole week, a whole two weeks before coming into this game and uh, making sure there was no uh, injuries getting uh, picked up by players or, or whatnot. But we've kept it going. And we've kept the majority of the first team in the in that team. We've added a few boys that are uh, teetering on the edge are coming in, and they've yeah. played the part. So it's it's looking good performance and team-wise because everybody that's kind of kicking in, or, 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 or I mean uh, anybody that's kind of coming into the team is kicking on. Um, it's giving Boyer obviously a headache on what to do, but it's a good headache to have, especially coming into this game where it could be a potential banana skin. Could be. Yeah, it shouldn't be though. If I'm being all honest about that, it shouldn't be. We should have enough in our body pocket to.
1: We're Arsenal. To do
0: this, we're Arsenal. Yes, that's it. Um, we should have enough ammunition in our Arsenal. There we go. Oh, that's
1: well yeah. Well, well done. Um,
0: <laughs> we should have enough to to see them out. But it's yeah, it's going to be a cold Saturday, and anything can happen on a cold Saturday in dense.
1: I've got my tickets already. Um mm-hmm. The when buying them on the on the website, the dairy was looking stowed, man. Mm-hmm. Like it, was looking, it was looking busier than what I kind of thought it was going to be. So, could be crowd, could be crowd, and I'm ah, just I'm just worried about this whole like the sickness bug. That's all I can think of, man. Like, what are they feeding the players? Come on, <laughs> I'm getting man. Somebody's purchasing dodgy lasagna. You know what I mean? But I'm just worried if that kind of ripples through the team, you know. But, I mean, I wouldn't be too scared with playing the team that played against Falkirk, like, Especially
0: no I that, mean...
1: that midfield. Especially that midfield. Mm-hmm. I would, I'd, I'd be playing Cameron and Finn over Grayson,
0: like. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there could be, there's, there's a whole argument from no to drop, these boys because of the performance they've put in there. Yeah. Also you got an argument on like your bums are not coming back in. I mean, I wouldn't be against Robertson getting one of them, Robertson or Cameron getting a start. I wouldn't be against that at all.
1: Flip a um, coin. Flip a coin for me. Yeah. Flip a coin. I think it's seed seed Cameron now I, I was watching him like a hawk, um during the Falkirk game and seed it's not just these like, like he's playing with the ball, it's he's Play without the ball. He's off the ball. Works unbelievable, mm-hmm. and he's one of these players that even a ball's played into him. Like usually, the player takes a touch, looks, then plays the pass. Mm-hmm. He's not like that. He's already looking. He's not got the ball, but he's still looking. Yeah. Right. If the ball comes to me, it's going there. It's just it's a split second. Do you know what I mean? It's just. I'd, I personally, I'd I'd love to see Cameron start. That, that, that that's me. Like yeah,
0: uh, I think. You're right. We, like even Robertson, they're looking for passes that are the the easy pass. They're looking for the pass that's going to be penetrating and like creating something. And, and has got goes,
1: the confidence and the accuracy to yes, it off. You know what they, I mean? have,
0: they have they've got they've got stuff about them that other players haven't. And yeah. it shows when they come on. Personally, just new. I think Cameron is an impact sub. I'm not meaning that as like an going social and impact sub, but like, you know me. Like right now, I think that's that's his kind of role because he'll come on and he'll run at boys. So, if you put him on with half an hour to go, he's going to be going up against a boy that's maybe knackered anyway, or kind of like he's, he's running mm-hmm. about a bit and he's creating this extra havoc. And he's going to be, you know, what I mean, he's going to be in and about the defense. I think that's kind of his role
1: just now. Um, okay.
0: like I, say, I wouldn't be against him starting.
1: So, you, you'll yeah. say Robertson, I'll say Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. That's what when I'm going I'll fight you for it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> But, I mean, even I'm not too sure about Robinson, if he's going to be fit for coming back. But Ruddon's, um not done any harm in staying in this team. No. I don't think there's much choice for
1: him. See if Robinson was at like, say 75% fitness, or maybe even 80%, 85% fitness, I'd still play Ruddon ahead. Give Robinson maybe the last 15 minutes or something, but I wouldn't want to rush him, and then he's absolutely scuppered.
0: Especially if it's his hammy, his hamstring. Correct. That's I mean, you've kind of got to watch that. Um, like you say, Ruddins in the papers saying he wants more goals and all that. So, and he's got goals in him. He's he, the the two goals there, like, like fantastic.
1: Um, poacher's just, he's, goal, See, it yeah. was A poacher's goal, and that's yeah. like I mean the amount of times that we've said he's no a target man. We're lumping ball high balls up to him. He's no a target man. He's a boy in the box. Mm-hmm. And that, that just for me that I know it was only one goal, but that proves that he he can finish it. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Get the ball into the six yard box for him, man. He will score.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think you'll see him still playing. Mm-hmm. I think you'll still see him there. And it's yeah, I think it's a a coin toss between Cameron or um Robertson playing. So I think one of them will get the chance. I think, if, I think
1: the, if, the, if the players come back that were out and they're fit you're, you're probably not going to be dropping Burn and Williamson like the way that they've been playing but. Well I'm
0: speaking about Cameron actually, about a coin empty. but then you had the performance McIlwain put in and you've got McMullen as well, I mean mm. they're kind of on the wing, they're above the pecking order I think Oh yeah So it's maybe going to be a tad unfair on him but I think he'll be on the bench for this one. But that's nothing at him. That's not a slight at yeah. him. It's because McEwen played, like, in poppy levels it, <laughs> Falkirk Stadium. And McMullen's just...
1: McMullen, isn't he? So, McMillan's frightening just now. Mm-hmm. Frightening. Like you said, he was just, he was ripping the hole out of Falkirk. <laughs> like, just actually taking the piss. Mm-hmm. Like you said, a couple of nutmegs and that, and he was just spraying balls about He's just... Pff, he's a menace. <laughs> But yeah, it's a the be- best form I've ever seen him play like he's just he's just keep going. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. He's class. Love him. <laughs> but
0: I've not had a look at the fixtures this week. Um I'll get them up. I'll go and get them up so we can hear look to see who's playing who. Um so sorry, I'll get on to life scores. There we go. So well, we're we're playing Cove. <laughs> <laughs> You've got Morton at home to Queens Park, and uh, Vanessa, and oh, Vanessa away to Hamilton, mm. and you've got Banter Club Partick at home to Air United. I think Partick will win that. Could do, they I think supposedly, or I heard something, or seen something like that the boardroom tension between the new owners and oh. I, I think that's kind of finding itself out now. Mm. I think they're starting to kind of realise that. They've made a total meal of this, so there there's only a...
1: seven seven of the eight people on the board resigned or something, and their yeah. their, their statement was just like basically "fuck you" fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad, like.
0: Oof, well, so they've got them, and you've got Riff against Ardross. So, I mean, Morton, Queens Park, Partick, United, four teams mm. around us. There's a potential here. If we win, if we win, no saying it's. Set in stone or nothing. There's a potential mm. here that we could be looking at being top come quarter to five on Saturday.
1: Yeah. If results go our way. Yeah. Mm, I I have got a sneaky suspicion of Parac beating Air. Just got a, I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. Just maybe that's like it's obviously it's what I want. You know. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it keeps seeing McCall in a job. <laughs> Parac will disappear. But nah. Um, now, nah, I've just got a wee suspicion there's going to be maybe we wee win for Partick, the Martin Queen's Park score draw.
0: Because mm-hmm. even if it did, like, if I just say the results went the way you said it is going to go, Paul, um, it makes next Saturday's trip, was it a Saturday? No, it's a Friday, isn't it? The yeah. 25th of December. It makes that trip maybe a lot more interesting for Dundee. It's no game that you have to win, it's a game that just didn't lose. You can go and get a draw. You're mm. still above air. Morton, I think Morton are drop drop away. I kind of see them being up there come the end of the season. So, like, oh, I don't want to speak shit about them. But <laughs> what they're doing just now, I'm not entirely um, looking over Convin. my shoulder. Yeah, yeah, I'm not convinced. convinced. Yeah. Even though they are there, I'm still not convinced. So, yeah, I mean, there's... a. <laughs> good potential here at this weekend of having us top spot and the little bit of pressure on Airs back going into yep. this game. If not, I mean, there's, there'll be pressure going into Dundee going into it. Can, if you lose your four points behind Ayers, uh, going by what happens here, if it's both teams that win or whatever, but there's a potential they can go four points behind. But yeah, you yep. want to go into that one obviously, clearly, on top of the league with pressure on the other team. Um, lot of think... some buts? A little bit of
1: Mystic Meg there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mystic Meg. <laughs> I think, regardless of their results, a win for us against Cove is going to set up a. It's going to set up a Christmas cracker of a game at <laughs> Somerset Park, <laughs> and
0: that, my friends, is the name of the next episode of this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I genuinely thought when you were speaking there that you were going to say that. <laughs> Christmas crack if um win, <laughs> nightmare before Christmas if we we'll lose. Yeah, go with that. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've not looked at the Cove
0: team fail last week, um, so That's
1: probably no change. Like
0: no. Nah. Um, let's just give the boy Connor Scully of Sully. Um, any attempts to overhead kick the ball. Because it's going to end up in the back of the net.
1: If anybody sees him trying one, just fucking elbow him. <laughs> just, just first tackle, mate. I say it all the time first tackle. Mm-hmm. Things crack on. Nah, I'm, I'm confident. am confident.
0: Get Tyler French today, the first tackle, because he gets a lot of wee stuff anyway. So
1: uh, now and then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Kami. 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 I can't remember the last time he even got booked.
0: Even when he puts in a bad tackle, he's got that angelic look about him, like the the air uh, of innocence.
1: We innocent boy, like oh, oh sorry, sorry, I, I, oh did they mean that? I just I ran into the boy. Again. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: boy got like, big missing. <laughs> the ref's like, oh, come on, look at me. He looks about eighteen. He doesn't know Kenny any better. The boy's yeah. twenty seven or twenty six. <laughs> yeah. Ken's, Ken's exactly what he's doing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I actually wonder when the last time he got booked. Hmm.
0: You want me to check? Nah, <laughs> I think sure it was only a couple of games ago, anyway. So. Probably. <laughs> no, well, I think the boy loves a booking because I think he. So I done his profile on the website. I think he's sitting at like thirty odd bookings or something.
1: And about how many games? <laughs> Two hundred and
0: forty-five or something like that.
1: That's one every nine. That's
0: great. Right. I was like, I'm going to say that's good maths.
1: That's decent but for bug.
0: I didn't care full... if that's one in nine. Us close. <coughs> <laughs> Is there any Carol Voldemans listening to this? Let us
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to the game. Looking forward to mm-hmm. me, and the old boy, my dad's cousin. We're, we're going, he's coming up from Guernsey for it. Yeah, uh, believe it or not, coming up from Guernsey to watch Dundee against Cove. Jesus, dedication. He, he must be mad. <laughs> yeah, nah, looking forward to that. Like,
0: yeah, same, same. And I think it's well, will be Cove's first visit in the league to us at den's. Um so there's a another uh first there happening. Um oh yeah
1: it will be because i have only played them in the it was the Premier Cup and during COVID there. Eh?
0: Yeah, and I think yeah, yeah. we I think we also enough. played them um, we played them a few weeks a, a few years back in the Challenge Cup. But okay. it was the we were it was our Colt team that we're playing. So it was basically our under twenty one. So okay. I never I was never it's no it's weird the way the Challenge Cup is because when that happens, it's no, doesn't he um, go down as an official match for us. No. So, then he can how work it works out on their end, but it doesn't go down as an official match for us. So, um, this is where this competition kind of turns into a lot of a joke in yeah. my eyes, to be honest. Um, but we yeah.
1: You were all for it earlier on.
0: I know. I'm kind of, I feel like I'm bipolar going back and forward here, how much I like <laughs> it and how much
1: I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh i love it because we're still in it yeah if we're out i'd hate it
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's um like you say they've got 100 percent record against us in the league only because we've only played them once in the league um so let's uh let's knock that in the the noggin yep <laughs>
1: <laughs> But I-, I hope mcintyre gets a great big boo because i know i will what people are going to boo you yeah, definitely. Yeah, people yeah. beat you anyway. Yeah, nah, they boo me all the time. But no, nah, I'll be, I'll be standing on the chair giving them shite. <laughs> nah, yeah, I'm, man. I'm 100
0: certain he will, he will. No, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, if they end up, if he ends up beating us again, you might end up in the centre circle at Tallandice next week or something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Probably. And keep an eye out and see if their goalkeeper wears tangerine. <laughs> oh, Stevie <Boland's>, uh Yeah. <laughs> the fucking me that started that. My dad <laughs> said that for years. It. Oh, he yeah, he has. Oh, I'm not going
0: to. Took it off of me. I'm not going to lie. He has. He said that he gets <laughs> wound up about that as well. <laughs> like,
1: does man nothing, man. Does man nothing. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's he's even said the season's been more so than anything. Oh, yeah. Like everybody else, I'm trying to wind me up, I think keepers traditionally have always had like big, yellow, luminous, luminous yeah. colour. Yeah. yeah. It's just that Dundee would never have an orange keeper stop, obviously. <laughs> um, never. But the rest of them, yeah. Um, I do, I do enjoy seeing these, uh these pictures going. Another one,
1: another one. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> I think that would, that would inspire me to score even more. You know what I mean? That wouldn't have put me off. The like, players, the players probably didn't even click on. No, they probably did it. <laughs> no, it. No, probably didn't.
0: No. But look, it's that time of the week again, Paul. Oh, my
1: favourite time of the week.
0: It's still looking at the D archive. Class. You ready for this?
1: Yeah, man, definitely.
0: Go for it. So, the 12th of December, 1987, 6-0 Dundee against Falkirk. It was at Brockville. It was at Brockville. We pumped them. Absolutely pumped oh, them. Man. Tommy Coyne, too. Keith Wright, too. Was it the Cobra and the Mongoose? Yep. And also, do you remember this player, Roddy Manley? No. Played for Dundee. About 95?
1: No. He was Roddy 95? Manly. He'll be at the walking football. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, no I don't 90, mind that name at all. No. Played for
0: us for season of two. Um, so, Coyne got two, Keith Wright got two, Roddy Manley, two OGs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when was this? December 87? Yeah, December 12th. I was, that wasn't even two months old. I was Two years and seven months. <laughs> sake. <laughs> Roddy Manley. Hmm.
0: I'd like to say we'll go to a more recent one, but we're going a year back. So 13th of December, 1986. This is the big game, though. For £75,000, the man went on to play 127 games for Dundee, scored 60 goals, was signed on from across the road. Hmm. Tommy Coyne. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: wish I was old he, enough to actually have seen him proper. Do you know what I mean? Because everybody yeah. goes on about him, yeah. But I never, I never seen a lot of him. I, I obviously seen him in his second, you know, when he came back when we were sponsored by who was at Hydro Electric. Hydro, yeah, I, I had all these straps, man. It was cool as
0: but like he signed on it was a Saturday and he made his debut on the same day That's in, a six, <laughs> in a six three win at Sitman, oh, against Sitman at Dens. Class, I think I was reading up on it and. Dundee went from a couple of months beforehand or a couple of weeks, but McLean, John McLean, wouldn't let him go because I like, had oh, a lot of European games coming up. Hmm. And eventually, um, Dundee went to him and said, like, we we'll want a be whatnot. And it was the Friday and they agreed the price that day, they signed on the Saturday, played in the Dundee team on the exact same day. And then, boom, they won 6-3. That's, That's quality. That's yep. quality. So the fourteenth of December. This is recent, two thousand and nineteen. Four three against On at Dens. You remember that one? Vaguely, because so, I think
1: I was in my mate's pub. We in went his, in his shed, and I was absolutely bloated. <laughs> you
0: just described a normal day of you in a shed, blotted.
1: Yeah, I do. I, no, I, I, am Yeah, I think I do remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Dundee went four one up, and then decided to shoot himself in the foot a wee bit, and uh, so it was after forty six minutes we were four one up. Yeah, uh, Danny Devine OG. Uh, mm. You had Hermans, McEwen and Danny Johnson, and then in the sixty ninth and seventy second minute we conceded two soft goals, and then it was backs against the wall for Dundee for that win. Yeah. Um even though we were four one up at the point, the Dundee fans got on the back and the dundee players at four one up. It was ridiculous. Because <laughs> we were passing it about, we were comfortable passing it about and the fans got on the players back. And it was it was quite vocal. And then next thing again, the players tried to I don't think if they heard that They must have. They tried to like go a little bit more attacking and then like saying again like the film on a one goal of Waffe equalising, <laughs> which they very nearly did. Um yeah, I vaguely remember that game. <laughs> but the 15th of December, 1973, we played Celtic in the League Cup Final, 1-0, Gordon Wallace, 76-minute. Quality. It was a half-one kick-off because of the minor strike, and only yeah. 27,924 fans turned up in awful conditions. Yep. Um, I mean, pfft, last time we won a major trophy. That's grim, eh? <laughs> That's pretty grim, yes. That is grim. But it's none, we cannae laugh at now, because we yeah. like you start. <laughs> I, know. I know, You can only look back and honour the people that played in that game. I think, well done.
1: <laughs> correct,
0: correct. 16th of December, 1961. En route to winning the league. 5-1 against the Airdre at Dens. up Smith, Cousin and Hugh Robertson with two goals. I never looked at the capacity. Never looked to see how much uh, uh, fans were in attendance that day, but that would have been a good few.
1: Oh yeah, definitely, mate. Shuggy Robertson, that's my mate's grandad. Is was. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He never has to basically get a t- I like pay for a ticket.
0: What's the pressure? Not trying to hook him up for a ticket. Uh,
1: I've done it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so seventeenth of December, nineteen ninety eight, okay. we signed. Stephen Tweed from Stoke City for one hundred and fifty grand.
1: Oh, what a centre half!
0: I liked him. He I still liked kicks. Him. He's. I think he's a uh, lives in Dundee. He was, at
1: the, he was at the manager's
0: event. Huh? He was. He was at the manager's event. Yep. And um, you think
1: Rab, you think Rob Douglas is tall? Tweed's taller than him. Like, he's huge. <laughs> he's huge. No, I I I, I, back then, when you were younger, you're kind of like, oh, he's stinking, he's dead wooden, and you know. But see, looking back now, <clears throat> he was class like, just said no nonsense, it was really good. The 18th of
0: December. Now, this is one for especially for the people that have got supporters club after him. Charlie Cook signed for Dundee, 1964, £40,000 from Aberdeen, steel, and I think he played. 59 games, but wow, he made that much of an impact. I mean, the last person that played less games than that was probably Kenija that
1: gets into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and a, lot of, a lot of people still like to ridicule us on that point as well, mate. I'm one of them, are you? Oof, yep, fuck you then. <laughs> I quit. That's it. Notice is handed in. <laughs> nah, I've said it
0: before. It's like half half a season. Come on. Come on. I mean the kind a name that's in your hall of fame, it's it's Claudio Bloody kinesia but
1: CC thirty three.
0: What a what guy. Is, <laughs> what does it sound like seven goals or something like that?
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I loved him. I thought he was a fantastic player. Oh, look, um, look, Barry Smith, you know, in Hall of Fame, how many goals has he scored, you know? Come on. <laughs> yeah, just the four. Measly, yeah. a, a, a measly four.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously, uh, Canadian, one of the, the best player that I've seen at Dens.
1: One of the but, most exciting players I've yes, ever seen.
0: Yes, the boy had, yeah. the, the, his touch was above anybody else, even plan. in the league at that time. Like he, Even like your Rangers and Celtics, he, he, see, it was, he could have walked into any of I them. Mean, he did. He went into the Rangers team. Oh. Um, boys that were getting paid bloody uh, thousands a week, plus EBT's and everything like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and he'd he, done the business there and got back into the bloody Argentina squad for the World Cup. He sure did. He sure I mean, did. Yeah. but, but, but. I still wouldn't have had him in the Hall of Fame. But that's just me. And I'm probably the only person in the Dundee support that probably think that way. And I'll probably get called a dick for thinking that as well. You dick. (laughs) You dick. (laughs) (laughs) But that's it for this week then. Emma Dick. Paul's a good guy. We'll come back, speak to you again next Monday um, to see how we did against Cove. And also to preview the big match down in Ayrshire. That's going to be under the floodlights on TV. You can't miss it. Until next week, see you later.